They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They are real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by Nashua. Saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. You're listening to Face to Face with Success. I'm Nikiwe Bikicha. I remember listening to Romeo Komalo on the radio when I was still at school. He was one of those smooth-voiced radio personalities announcing one love song after another on Sundays. But being on air was never really his thing. I never wanted to be on air. You know, it was just unexpected for me at the time. And I did it because I needed some pocket money. (laughs) You know, when you start uh, working as a junior, you don't earn a lot of money. So being on air was a way for me to kind of make some some extra cash. Mm -hmm. And I hated television. You know, I had it to be on television. I still have the recording of my first TV program. Mm -hmm. And I was trembling so badly that the producer was shouting in my ear that, you know, slow down. Um, So really, I never really wanted to be on radio, on television. I've always wanted to be in management. I love the business of management and managing businesses. And did radio, though, grow on you? Because you spend a lot of time doing that. Yes, um, it did grow on me, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the time that I did it, it was just an amazing medium. Still is an amazing medium, and I hope to be an owner one of these days. Okay, that's interesting. And what is it about managing businesses, managing people, that drives you or excites you? I love people. So business is about people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about processes and systems and uh, and technology. It's really about the magic of creating teams, of working with different people and putting teams together. And for me, it's just the connection of coming to work every morning and creating that magic with the different teams that I've worked with over the years. And I've been blessed to have worked with some amazing talent over the years, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's been on radio, on television, um, at Vodacom. Um, in really my career, uh, I've worked with some amazing people and I see them now in different companies. You know, they are all over the place. I was sharing to someone this morning that the guys that used to work for me 10 years ago in junior management in marketing are now senior people in marketing. And, uh, and I see them and it just makes me proud. That's phenomenal. Yeah, Unilever, Procter & Gamble, yeah. they are all over the place and they're just, you know, making magic. And so in the vast stretch of your corporate life has been at Vodacom. Um, what was that experience like and what did it teach you? Oh, probably the most amazing experience in my life. Um, I spent over 10 years at Vodacom and taught me everything that I know today about technology and really taught me everything that I know today about managing large corporate businesses, um, managing across continents, managing across multi-country, um, but more importantly, just how to kind of uh, create value out of air. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> and what are some of the challenges or differences that you've seen in working across those territories, particularly here on the continent? I love this continent, you know, and I've traveled 
all over the continent, you know, from DRC Congo to Ethiopia to Nigeria, Madagascar, Zambia, all over the continent. And it's just about the culture, the people, and just the different ways of connecting. You can see that these, we're all one people. It really is. I mean, I found Zulu-speaking people in the northern part of Tanzania, yes. you know. I, you know, people who sound like me, who look like me, um, and just we all want one thing, just a better life for our children. Um, and we all want to make a difference in other people's lives. So, I mean, what I really found fascinating was just how Africa should be just one. Um, it's sad, though, when you look at uh, what's happened, you know, post-colonial times and uh, the devastation to, to the economies and what corruption and bad leadership has done um, to these economies. And we have a long way to go. I mean, the infrastructure in most of these countries is not where it should be. Uh, so that's, that, that's really sad. But the life is in the people. With the work that I was involved with, we were making a huge difference in their lives. If you look at what mobile technology was doing in these communities, in farming communities, in, in, you know, in the corners of the DRC Congo in Goma, you know, uh, when you put up a site there, you know, the villages come alive, they, they slaughter and they are happy that they're finally connected to the rest of the world, to the rest of the country. You know. Extraordinary what mobile has done. Um, so you've had successes in media, in broadcasting and in telcos. What is then is your definition of success? Well, success is relative. You know, I mean, you know, um, I could be very successful with my, you know, one million rand in the bank, and you know, somebody else could be very successful with their one billion dollar in the bank. It's really just about how you define it for yourself. And for me, it's just about being content and uh, and achieving the goals that I've set for myself. You know, fiercely ambitious, uh, have been for a long time. But I've changed over the years, you know, in that you just want to live a life of impact. Uh, and yes, you want to be successful, but you want to make a difference in other people's lives. Yeah. And you see the difference that how you feel when you do things for other people mm -hmm. and when you start making a difference in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I was very blessed because I had success very early in my life. Um, and, um, and, you know, I'm in my 40s now and... I want to do things that impact the world and that make, you know, Steve Jobs says that you, are, you want to make a dent in the universe. So I want to make my own dent in the universe, in my own way. Yes. Extraordinary because we keep doing these interviews and I'm always struck by how people say, yes, indeed, that definition of success has changed over time and money becomes less important, um, even though, of course, it never stops being important. What do you think informs that? I think, you know... <laughs> Given where we come from as black people in this country, you know, you, you grow up poor. And so you grow up aspiring to, to, to want to be better than your parents. You know, I, I grew up, you know, in Soweto and, you know, I'm a child of the 70s. So the 80s were terrible. Um, it was the height of, you know, the grip of apartheid. Uh, we didn't write exams in 86 and Soweto was burning. And you want to just come out of that life and be better off than, than, than your parents. You, you see how your parents are. And so money becomes very, very important. But over time, once you've achieved you know, what you've set to achieve for yourself, and you, that little success kind of gives you uh, space to be content and want to do 
things that make a difference in other people's lives and things that impact uh, society at large, you know. So you're back on television now with Shark Tank. How is that going? Oh, fabulous. <laughs> uh, and uh, I never wanted to be back on TV. I still hate it. Um, but I got involved uh, because I wanted to make a difference in the lives of young entrepreneurs. And it was an opportunity for me to kind of get involved with young entrepreneurs, mentorship, and also invest in businesses uh, um, that are going to solve societal problems, that are going to help other people create their own, you know, businesses. Mm-hmm. So it's been fascinating yeah. uh, seeing the entrepreneurs that have come onto the tank, um, but also just being involved in seeing how the broader entrepreneurial kind of um, atmosphere and situations like in South Africa, yes. you know, how difficult it is. Yeah for young entrepreneurs to break through, how difficult it is for young entrepreneurs to raise capital, but also the lack of knowledge and information, you know, for so many people out there who want to create their own businesses, but just don't know how. I mean, people who don't know their numbers, people who don't know how to evaluate businesses, people who don't know how to put business plans together, just a range of issues that could be resolved by teaching people about business and money at an early age. You're now involved in two companies, as you mentioned earlier. Um, what are you hoping to do? What are your goals for these two companies? Are you mainly looking to invest in telco, in mobile, or do you see growth beyond that? Look, I see growth beyond that. Uh, but, you know, I've always believed in focusing on my strength. So ICT is broad, and uh, we've identified a lot of investment of opportunities in the ICT space. We're also involved in green energy because we think renewables are there to, to stay um, and, uh, and property. And I think that you know, there are a lot of opportunities in the property space in South Africa and beyond South Africa. But really the focus is the ICT space because of my background and, uh, and just the opportunities. Yeah, I mean, sure. you know, we will be building ICT infrastructure for many years to come. Yeah. You know, fiber to the home, fiber to the business. And as you've seen the evolution of technology, you know, 4G, 5G coming up now. Um, and so I think there's just so many opportunities in this space for young entrepreneurs and us as investors. Mm-hmm. So finally, um, your top three pieces of advice for anyone watching you in your career, in your journey, really, um, if they want to emulate you. I mean, the first one is hard work. I mean, that's just, there's no way, you know, I always say you can't out-train me, you can't outwork me. Mm-hmm because there's 24 hours in the day, I'll make use of that 24 <laughs> hours. Um, and so hard work is just the number one thing for anybody that, and you know, you, Tiger Woods will tell you that he hit more balls than any golfer out there. And if you look at all the other successful people out there, the one thing is they'll work harder than anybody else in their specific profession. So hard work. And then the second one is mentorship. So I, was, I had the opportunity of being mentored by amazing people out there. Um, and I approached people who didn't know me at the time. I was just a young upstart and I went to a lot of people. And, uh, and so I value mentorship a lot. Um, and then lastly, I think, um, you know, um, in any sector, uh, you need to read a lot. Um, and I see a lot of people who just don't have the substance. And they kind of... I, I, I think the world of and you know the era of social media, you know, it's people don't have uh, long attention spans, so people just don't have the substance that that's required um, to really follow through. 
Um, if you choose a career and if you focus on a specific sector, make sure that you become an expert in that specific sector. At the moment, I see a, you know, a lot of jack-of-all-trades and masters of none, people touching this, touching that. Tomorrow I'm doing this, the next day I'm doing that. And focus is everything. You've been listening to Face to Face with Success. I'm Nigiwe Bigicha. Visit thesolutionslab.co.za to listen to more real South African success stories on Face to Face with Success. Brought to you by Nashua. Saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on Face to Face with Success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. Find more real success stories at thesolutionslab.co.za.